I'm Sarah Redshaw, Managing Editor for Baby Centre UK, and this is a special COVID-19 edition of the Baby Centre Parent Pod podcast. Today, I'm joined over Zoom by Rukeya Mia, who is the lead midwife for the Bradford Vaccination Programme, and Kate Highway, who is the lead public health midwife at Calderdale and Huddersfield NHS Trust. Thank you both so much for joining me today. Could you both explain a little bit about your roles within the community? My name is Rukeya Mia. I'm a Deputy Associate Director of Nursing, a Senior Midwife, Professional Midwifery Advocate. So I work as the Equalities and um, Vaccine Equalities Lead for Bradford District and Craven. Um, so it covers a large area and essentially it's looking at um, creating access, support uh, um, for all our communities um, to encourage vaccine uptake and create opportunities for questions and answers so that our communities are well informed and have as much information as they can. Brilliant, thank you. And Kate, you are the lead public health midwife. That's correct, yes. Um, So I've got quite a broad role. Um, It includes things like smoking in pregnancy, maternal nutrition, overweight, um, parent education, and of course, that maternal vaccinations, vaccination in pregnancy and anything that goes along with that. Brilliant. Thank you. Can you just start by explaining why pregnant um, women are classed as a priority group for the vaccine? During pregnancy, the woman's immune system is suppressed somewhat so that her body doesn't reject the baby. And this makes women generally vulnerable to infections. But add to that the physiological changes and demands on the mother's body to accommodate and support the growing baby. This puts pregnant women at a higher risk of severe COVID illness. It's great that over 50% of pregnant women are now vaccinated, but that's still a lot lower than the general population. What are the common myths or misconceptions that you're hearing from pregnant women uh, and their partners? And what's what's stopping women, do you think, getting the vaccine? Well, I've been chatting to pregnant women and those who were trying to conceive a baby ever since the vaccines were first offered. And there are numerous concerns, but mostly people have been worried that the vaccines will affect the baby, either by causing a miscarriage or causing abnormal development and growth. But of course, we haven't seen any evidence of that. Pregnant women are also advised to be cautious about taking any medicines during pregnancy and to be very careful about what they are eating and drinking. So initially, because the vaccines were newly developed and they hadn't been trialled with pregnant women, um, they and their partners were very cautious about taking the vaccine. And so now two years on, the vaccine's been proven to be safe for pregnant women. Rikea, what what is it that you're seeing or hearing? It's that similar kind of um, things that Kate mentioned, but there's the other thing element where some women are delaying. It's not necessarily hesitancy, but some women want to delay it because pregnancy is, um, you know, challenging, you know, babies growing, mothers are tired and they feel that vaccines could lead to um, side effects. It's very rare at post-vaccination to have side effects but we provide really good aftercare. So for example, we will discuss about the importance of fluid intake. Once you've got your vaccine, drink lots and lots of fluids so you're well hydrated, which we should do anyway. But if you were to have a little bit of a side effect, like a bit of a temperature and a bit of an ache, being hydrated really, really helps. We also uh, mentioned that, you know, um, arm exercises to try and reduce the uh, stiffness. Because remember, your your pregnant woman is already experiencing some uh, difficulties and discomfort. And we also advise taking paracetamol, which is very, very safe in pregnancy, six hourly, no more than eight in 24 hours. 
So, you know, that kind of thing, I suppose, is the delay mechanism I've got enough to deal with. We advise and remind women that the risks of COVID infections, if they were to get it, could lead to serious complications and lead to illnesses, you know, which is what we're trying to avoid, really, and support as much as we can around side effects, which, as I've said, is very rare. There was lots of early advice uh, two years ago when women were initially advised not to have the vaccine if pregnant, but now we have the data and evidence that backs up that it's safe and is no risk to mum or baby. But do you think that early information is still circulating on social media, sort of word of mouth and, and friends and family, and is causing harm? The change in advice for pregnant women throughout the pandemic has caused lots of confusion and I've seen some terrible screenshots from social media that women have sent to me. They've always been put out by people who are anti-vaccine intended to scare women and unfortunately the social media algorithms decide what pops up in your newsfeed. So if a woman has looked at something like that she's more likely to see more misinformation in the future. So it's really important for for women to steer clear of anti-vaccine messages and look for reliable information from recognised websites and discuss it with the midwife or doctor. And I've also been told that friends and family can also make it really difficult for pregnant women because everyone's got their own opinions and they think they have licence to tell the woman what she should or shouldn't be doing. But this too is really unhelpful because pregnant women are often left feeling that they can't discuss it with the people closest to them. And I've had quite a few conversations um, with women like that in that position. That uh, brings me on to my next question. If if you're unvaccinated and you catch COVID, there's a chance, as you just mentioned, of uh, severe complications for the mother and, and, you know, possible resulting in preterm birth, which can have implications for the baby. And I know statistics last year were that one in six people in critical care were pregnant, unvaccinated women. Um, Can you talk me through some of the experiences that you've seen um, and the problems that can arise? Yeah, so sadly, um, women that have contracted COVID and went on to develop complications were very, very poorly. And we know about some very sad cases but also there are cases that have not been in the media um, where we've you know, sadly lost babies and mothers. So COVID is dangerous and it has a, a high risk of complications for the mother and subsequently for the baby. And having the vaccine reduces that risk considerably because no vaccine is 100%, but if they were to get COVID, it helps them to fight it really and give them that chance and opportunity not to be admitted into hospital, but to be able to overcome it really. So it's led to, you know, sadly, lots of deaths that, you know, are unavoidable if women were vaccinated. And that's what we're trying to get here, that the vaccine's perfectly safe. We encourage you to have those eligible doses that you are. And one of the final thing to mention is not just the pregnant woman, but it's also the household. So the family that she lives with in that bubble are also, you know, likely to transmit that disease, uh, the infection to pregnant women. So we encourage and advise that pregnant women partners and the family that she's in contact with also do this together to protect mum and baby. Thank you. And Case, I think you've seen some effects as well. Yeah, well, you know, despite how careful women have been, for example, they're self-isolating, they're working from home, mask wearing, etc. If they do catch COVID, it can be a bit of a shock because they don't think it will happen to them. And if the mother does become severely ill with COVID and is needing treatment, 
the drugs that are given to treat COVID are not safe to use in pregnancy. And part of the treatment is to nurse the patient face down. So the usual course of action would be to deliver the baby by C-section and take the baby to the neonatal unit whilst the mother is being treated in ICU. And we have had cases where this has happened. Fortunately, everybody's recovered and been able to take the babies home. But I do know that that isn't always the case. Yeah, so the mums and parents, dads that are worried about you know having the vaccine and the vaccine causing preterm labour or um, you know miscarriage, when in fact it's the the risk of catching COVID that causes the problems um, rather than problems that from the vaccine which have been proved to be safe. Uh, so it's really trying to get that message across, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And is there a stage of pregnancy where women um, are particular risk from severe illness due to COVID, whether that's the first trimester or second or third? Well, in the third trimester, the growing baby's taking up so much space in the mum's abdomen, it reduces capacity for her lungs to expand um, and for her immune response to the infection. So I think this is why we've seen more women suffering with severe COVID illness in the third trimester and being admitted to ICU so it's really best to get the vaccines on board as soon as possible during pregnancy or even before pregnancy so that you're protected before 28 weeks. I remember being pregnant myself and you know as you get you know later in the stages you become breathless sort of naturally just you know walking down the stairs don't you so you know to have then the the chance of catching Covid and and, and having that must be extremely um, difficult for, for, for a woman to deal with when she's in the later stages of pregnancy. It's recommended that all pregnant women get the vaccine, but there are some pregnant women who are particularly at high risk of getting seriously ill with COVID, um, who you would strongly encourage to get vaccinated. What, what, what group is that? I think it was very clear after the first lockdown that women who were Black, Asian or from minority ethnicities, they were at higher risk of severe COVID. And unfortunately, it's this cohort of women who've had the lowest uptake of COVID vaccines. But women with any medical conditions such as diabetes or gestational diabetes, um, those who are older mums or overweight, they're also at higher risk. So I think it's really important that these women seriously consider getting the vaccines. So if you're a pregnant woman and you know that you fall into one of those categories, it's extra important that you get one of these vaccines to keep yourself protected. They certainly need to make an informed decision about having a vaccine. Pregnancy can be, for some women, uh, a really worrying and anxious time. And coupled with the pandemic, has there been any impact that you've seen on mental health? Oh, definitely. The pandemic's had a huge impact on anxiety levels and mental health for pregnant women and for new mothers and for far too many different reasons that we can go into here. So I think, you know, the advice would be to focus on things you can control, such as your self-care, healthy nutrition, um, things that will look after your immune system because that's very important. So it helps to get out for walks into green spaces and keep in touch with people who can support you, whether it's friends, family or, or your midwife. These are all things that have been shown to support good mental health. So you recommend if people are feeling low or anxious just to get in touch with their midwife or their um, health visitor um, and they can signpost you to some really good resources that are out there now. Absolutely. Sometimes it's just somebody to talk to, isn't it? You know, it's it's we are social animals, aren't we? We need to keep in touch with people. And um, I think certainly during the lockdowns, we missed out on a lot of 
physical contact didn't we with other people so it's a case of reaching out for support never be afraid to ask for support if you need it there are uh, lots of cases unfortunately of covid around um at the, at the moment thankfully mild in, in most people but there's a lots of concerns from people in the baby centre community that if their partners uh, catch covid they're anxious that they won't be allowed in the hospital when it's time to give birth or, or when they go into labour what is the general rule around that now we don't exclude i mean it, it's the most personal time and COVID's still here and we're trying to normalize but we also recognize the importance of creating that supportive environment precautions will be taken for partners some uh, units will ask for a lateral flow just so that you know we're, we're all safe so those mechanisms are in place in terms of pp that a partner would need to wear and then remember the staff we also wear pp we are prepared to manage that eventuality but try and create a safe space so that a pregnant woman has a partner um, or the birthing partner so that they can have that space and that support. I would advise for a pregnant woman and a partner not to be worried, but have that conversation and explain to the midwife what's worrying and then they can talk about that local process. But there's lots and lots of support there to ensure that we can make that the most special time that it can be. Um, Rukea, I know there's been some concern about um, breastfeeding and if you can breastfeed your baby if you've had the vaccine. What is the up-to-date information there? So so it's very, very safe in breastfeeding. In fact, it is beneficial. When you have a vaccine, you produce uh, antibodies in response to, to the vaccine. So those natural antibodies will go through the breast milk and in pregnancy through the placenta, the antibodies to protect your baby. And it protects um, the some of the milk sample that they've taken and analysed them. have also the scientists, they found that the antibodies did uh, transfer to babies. So that gave months and months of protection. You know, all the more reason really for breastfeeding mothers to be vaccinated if they've not had the opportunity because you're protecting your baby. You're able to breastfeed safely, but you're also giving the antibodies that you would have naturally produced in response to having the vaccine. So an, an extra benefit really. And we know that breastfeeding is best. Breastfeeding is especially good with COVID vaccines on board because you're giving your baby uh, added um, protection. So absolutely. Just to be clear, it's not the vaccine that's being passed to the baby. It's the antibodies that, that mum's producing that pass over that give them that, that protection. That's right. Yeah. Just one last question. What piece of advice would you give women to listening who are currently pregnant and may be vaccine hesitant or may have more questions about the vaccine? I would advise that no question is ever silly. Kate and I spend most of our times talking about vaccines and we are here to provide as much support and information. And if necessary, we can signpost you to pharmacists, etc., that are working with us closely on the vaccine programme so that you have the opportunity to make that informed choice. But please come and talk to us. We have lots of information, lots of data and lots of evidences that we can signpost you to. But also uh, listen to you and listen to your concerns because we know that pregnancy is an anxious time and we know that, you know, you want to protect yourself, your baby. So, yeah, come and talk to us and we will do all we can to support you. And Kate, what advice would you give? Well, if you look at what's happening in the rest of the world, you will see that COVID hasn't gone away and it's unlikely to go away. So the reason that we're opening up in the UK is because of our successful vaccine programme. And we know that people who have had their full vaccine course, they're much less likely to suffer from severe COVID illness. But, you know, to be aware that there are still cases of severe illness and still people being admitted to ICU. But, you know, we know a lot more about the vaccines now than we did 12 months ago. And we know that they're safe to have in pregnancy. 
over 100,000 pregnant women in the UK have taken either the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccines, and they've got a very good safety profile. So I think women need to make an informed decision. You know, I recommend the RCOG website as well as Baby Centre, because that tells you everything that you need to know to make an informed decision about having a vaccine. And if you're still unsure, as Rakea says, chat to your midwife or your doctor, speak to somebody in one of the vaccine centres, because they're able to answer questions about your personal circumstances before you go ahead and have the vaccine. So just to sum up what you're saying, it, the evidence has now shown that the vaccine is perfectly safe to have at any stage in pregnancy. If you're unvaccinated, there can be a risk of severe complications for you and the baby if you contract COVID. And really, if you need any more information, do your research, have a look at reliable websites such as Baby Centre or the RCOG or the Royal College of Midwives to make sure that you're up to date with the latest information. Rakea and Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Continue to do the amazing work that you're doing in the community and hopefully we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the Baby Centre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Baby Centre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to share it with your partner and friends.